This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer. Oh, we got a pretty good football game going on a Thursday night. And as far as baseball is concerned, well, we'll talk about it. 1-800-919-3776. That's the number to join us for ESPN New York tonight on a Thursday night. You can also reach us via social media, like Twitter, at Hardesty ESPN, at Gordon Damer, at ESPN NY 98 underscore 7 FM. Along with Jake the Snake and JP, we're here until midnight. You know what happens then. It's Freddie Fitzsimmons on 98.7 ESPN. Hi, Gordon. Feeling. Gordon, I'm here for you the way you were here for me. <laughs> When the Mets were struggling. Yeah. You came in on that. your day off. Uh, Gordon, yep. I am here for you. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to need something tonight, Larry. I'm going to need something. I think a stiff drink. You know, we do uh, in the morning, I do those localizations, and they yes. are uh, sponsored by Tullamore Dew. Um, oh, baby. And uh, it says, you know, when you're watching the game tonight, enjoy a Tullamore Dew. I might need a couple of Tullamore Dews after uh, the way the Yankees performed. I mean, it's just it's just sickening. It's just absolutely sickening. So I'm sure uh, we'll get into it over the course of the next couple of hours, but uh, it's not a surprise. That's the only thing. You mm. would think that at some point, at some point against the Orioles, that you would br- have an inning, right, where you'd break, I don't know, score four runs, score five runs. It's the Orioles. They stink. They're 50 games under 500, and you're playing for your life, you got a chance to take a little bit of a lead in the wild card. And look, it could come down to the final day. But if you wanted to come down to the final day, you got to win these games. And I'm sorry, two or three against the Orioles is just not good enough. No, it's not. You you got You got to bring it home. Got to bring it home, Gordon. You 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 played well. And see, here's the here's the other thing. If you're the Yankees, like the players, you barely won last night. Barely. You got so you lucky. Really, so you really needed to add, you know, Derek Jeter always said it. Gordon, game after game, <laughs> covering Derek Jeter, he always said it. I keep telling you guys, it's the tack on runs. I keep telling you guys, that's what that's how you win games, it's the tack on runs. And Gordon, they just don't do that. They just don't consistently extend leads. Even against a bad team, you need to extend the lead to not give them hope. Listen, they're 50 games under 500 for a reason. Okay, they're not good and they don't score a lot of runs and their pitching is not great. So, okay, you get a guy who's pitching well. And Gordon, listen, I could understand last night because you faced their best pitcher. Right. So if you if you're struggling last night, okay, I get that. But not tonight, Gordon. There's no, no way they should. There's no way. It is, it's you got to get more runs. I, I don't understand it. I, and it really is like if Stanton and 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 Judge, if they are not doing it, it doesn't get done. Yeah. And, you know, you had the two runs early today, and you thought, all right, you know what, maybe maybe today it won't be, you know, biting your nails at the end of the game. You got a 2 nothing lead, right? At some point you're going to add to that lead. Nope. Nope, not the case. So uh, very frustrating, very aggravating. And I'm sure, you know, a lot of fans will be upset about Holmes and the wild pitch and mm-hmm. why isn't Chapman being used. This game is completely on the offense. You've got to be able to – you got to be able to score more than two runs against the Baltimore Orioles. I mean, come on. I think the Yankees wind up their year against the Orioles at what, 10 and 8? Yeah. That's not good enough. Yeah. 
And especially Crazy. considering you stink against all the other teams in your division. The one team that you're really supposed to beat, you couldn't you could barely even do that. Yeah. Well, we're gonna talk Yankees a little bit later, but but I'm but because I'm here for you. I I'm appreciate gonna do that, Larry. It, I'm gonna need, do a different I need direction. Some support tonight. I need some support. You I got think it. the Giant fans might need some support when this thing is all said and done as well. So so this is an interesting game, Gordon, and I'm gonna tell you this. Uh for, first of all, for the Giant fans, I feel for you. Gordon, when you have an injury to an offensive lineman and they don't want to show it to you on TV, it's that's that bad. bad. Yeah, That's bad. Okay, It's bad enough to see them carted off on the meat wagon, as the, as the players call it. But when they don't show you the injury on TV, Gordon, that's not a good sign. No. Not a good time. And, and it seemed pretty clear early on, right? They put the, the air cast or whatever yeah. the technical term for it is uh, on his ankle, and he gets carted away. So you knew, you know, he's not coming back anytime soon, if at all, no. this season. And it seems like it's a fractured ankle. So yeah. you're going to have to get by without Nick Gates and uh, a lot of shuffling already. I mean, it's week two, and the Giants are already shuffling their offensive line. That is not a good sign. No, it's I, not. Like, no. you're not saying, you know what, we're having so much success with our offensive line. Let's start moving guys <laughs> around. So. It was already a work in progress, and now it's going to be back to the drawing board. And, and, and I wonder just how they get through tonight with mm-hmm. the, uh, going up against this defensive line because at least early on they were having some success, but it felt like as the, 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 the first half went along, Washington, just the, the, the force of their, their front four was starting to take a toll. And uh, whether or not they're able to get through this here uh, and score some points down four in the second half uh, – it uh, remains to be seen. Let's put it that way. Yeah, and they really shouldn't be down four. I mean, that's oh, you mean the, the that, touchdown. That's, the, yeah, yeah that's a tie game. Yeah, yeah, I mean, a bit of a weak call, but I guess you could say, you know, they got a third down, third and long. They got that roughing the passer call, which was a little, I think, a little shaky. Might have been yeah, by the, I, the, I the letter of the law, but uh, if if they would have let that one slide, I don't think anybody would have said the. Let's put it this way: the officiating has not been very good. No, it hasn't. It has not. And Gordon, I, listen. <laughs> I don't. I don't care offense, defense. I don't care. I'm. I'm entertained. All right. But really, if I'm a defensive player and my job is to get to the quarterback, what do I do? Going? Yeah, can I you tell know. me what I can do? Can, can I? Can I grab him? Can I? What, what can I do? I'm rushing him. I'm going towards him. I'm not. I fall on top of him. I'm trying to hold. And Pereira says, "Well, he could have stepped sideways. Why would he step sideways? He's." He's right. dead. He's right in front of the quarterback. Why is he going to step sideways? He, it's almost like you're asking guys who are are moving at their speed with their force behind them, their mass behind them, to like float in the air. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, okay, you got and and with Jones, I mean, he is a running quarterback, so you you, you kind of have to wrap him up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get and and then even if he's going to the ground, and let's say he has him wrapped up, but as he's going to the ground. He puts his arms straight out to say, "All right, I'm not, I'm not, hurt, I'm not tackling him. I'm not trying to do any damage here." Well, then all the force of his body is going to land on Daniel Jones's body. Exactly. So there's, there's no real way to um, there's no real way to alleviate that. But uh, tough penalty. Giants were able to take advantage of that with the first touchdown. But you know they got ten points at halftime, and it feels like if they're going to get another touchdown, it's going to be it's going to be a big play. They got to find a way to get a big play because if they're just trying to move the ball down the field with like an eight or ten play drive against this defense, I don't think it's going to happen. No, and they've had success with Daniel Jones running the football. Absolutely. You know, so I, I far I, I more think than he, they have with Saquon running the ball. Yeah, he had one big run, well, but yeah, uh, yeah. you're right. For the yeah, most part, he, he hasn't done anything. 
Gordon, listen, uh, Taylor Heineke's playing very well. And that's not a great sign for the <laughs> Giants defense. He's playing very well. Right, that's not a great sign for the Giants This is their backup quarterback that's doing this I to know. I know. And you look at I his mean, first half numbers and you're thinking to yourself, well, that's, that's pretty good numbers for, for, for anybody, never mind a backup quarterback. Two touchdowns in the first half? Yeah. And that's uh, I'll take a look at what his exact numbers were, but they were, they were pretty good. I think yeah, he only were. had like four or five incompletions. I know. And what is it with the Giants? It feels like, and maybe the Giant fans can correct us, uh, can correct, correct me uh, uh-huh. on the phones at 1-800-919-ESPN. It feels like every time they are playing a game, the other team scores right before the end of the half. Yes, true. And end of quarters, end of halves. It seems like they always give up a score right before halftime. Yeah. And they are, and they seem to play safe. You know, defensively, they're way back. I mean, they were way back <laughs> defensively. I, I just didn't, I just didn't understand what they were doing. You need to pressure this kid. I yeah, mean, why Taylor are you Heineke, him- seventeen of twenty-one, one sixty-two, a touchdown. He was sacked once. He has a quarterback rating of one fourteen, and it's not like they're you know getting a lot of production on the ground. I mean, it's no. pr- been primarily through Taylor Heineke. And they and they let you know that early going because they came out throwing. Yeah, absolutely. They didn't come out running. They came yeah. out throwing. Yeah, I mean, this is this has the potential to get a little ugly for the New York Giants. They got, they, I mean, they have to score some points. The defense, I think, has has uh, been better than it was last week. Although yes. I don't think it's still up to standards. But mm-hmm. to me, the bigger issue right now is the offense. They got to figure out a way to score some points. And I thought how they came out, Gordon, was good. They had the they came out a little up tempo, which I like. Trying to keep Washington on their heels, that front giving them different looks. Uh, I thought they might have been a little pass heavy, but nevertheless, they would keep and they you know, they came right down the field and, and then the wide open lane for Daniel Jones to score. So I liked how they started, but and and I'm not comparing. I'm not comparing, but I gotta tell you, Gordon, it was similar to like Adam Gase. Like the first drives would be really good mm-hmm. <laughs> with the Jets. Well, I mean, that is an issue. You know, with like a bad quarterback, you know, you can prepare all week for the start of the game, but you're mm-hmm. not going to script every single play. So then when you get off whatever the scripted plays were, I mean, I know that's the case with, with Tua last week. It seemed like first drive, first drive of the second half, all things, you know, as long as everything goes according to plan, it's all well and good. But mm-hmm. then as soon as the plan goes sideways, they go sideways and – You've seen, right, Daniel Jones. He did have the touchdown. They got called back. It was a questionable call. Mm -hmm. But I think that that's the way the Giants are going to have to score some points because they are just not built with this offensive line to have long, prolonged drives. So I would just simply say they got to figure out a way to get the ball in Saquon's hands with some space. Mm -hmm. No more of this handing the ball off and he runs into the line. There's, There's never outside of that. You saw the one time, the one time tonight, where they had a little bit of a hole for him to run through, he ran for like 40 yards. Yeah, that's right. So 41 yards. So um, they have to figure out a way to get hit. He still can be explosive. If you're going to only if, – if he's on a pitch count anyway, well, maximize those pitches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah, got, exactly. You know, let, get him out in some space. Let him catch the ball out of the backfield. Something so you mm-hmm. can use him as a weapon because right now that's what you need. You need chunk plays. You got one with Jones. The touchdown, the original, the first one, and then the second one that gets called back. That's the way they're going to have to score because they don't have, I mean, the offensive line, which was an issue coming into the year. Nothing yeah. that happened tonight is uh, making you feel any good, any better about it. No, and, and the injury doesn't help you. Okay, because now right. you got the backup to the backup Absolute, to the backup plan. Absolutely, right. Plan and, A wasn't all that good, and now you're on plan B. 
Yeah, exactly. Against a very talented Washington front who's, Gordon, a little upset because of how they played in week one. Of course. they. I mean, we talked. I mean, everybody's been talking about it, but they need to win as much as anybody else, right? I mean, yeah, they definitely. start 0-2, and then they have, I think, Buffalo the following week, I think. Ooh. I'll take a look. But, yeah, uh-huh. I mean, you know, 0-2 can be quickly become 0-3. So, yeah, they need, they need to win as well. I mean, the Giants' season kind of – I'm not going to say it, it hinges on tonight, but if you're going to get off to a good start, there's a big difference between 1-1 one and 0-2. One and oh and Especially oh, yeah. when you have the Falcons the following week. Yeah, the That's right. um, Washington has the Bills Ooh. at the Falcons and then the Saints and Chiefs. Oh. And then the Packers. Oh. So, I mean, this – I mean, this, oh. to them, this is – do or die. It's fine. Yeah. This is far more do or die for them than it is the Giants. But yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, you got the Bills, you get the Falcons. Okay, but the Saints, Chiefs, and Packers. Oof. That's a Man. that's a brutal stretch with a backup quarterback. Right. You're gonna yeah. You're gonna definitely have a backup quarterback in each of those games at at the very least. Yeah, and I understand that he played decently. He held his own against Tampa in the playoffs last year. I get that, but the reason why he held his own, Gordon, is because that defense is so good, and they help keep the game close. So you, first of all, they keep you keep your offense on the field. You make some plays. You move the ball down the down the field. They keep it close. You get to give them rest and keep them off the field, and so you just have to try to score enough. And so it, he played well against uh, Tom Brady in Tampa, no question. But you know what? He looked he's looked good in this first half. We'll see what Patrick Graham did, uh, you know, scheme wise to make some adjustments because. Uh, apparently Bradbury was <laughs> number one on the hit list. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, and just to go to Heineke, you know, the point you make about it, he looked good. He did. But, you know, the first thing that Washington did in the offseason was go sign a 38-year-old True. Ryan Fitzpatrick, yeah, right? Absolutely. I mean, so they, they don't obviously feel like he was, um, you know, the real answer there. So, mm-hmm. But uh, he's done a nice job tonight so far. Giants, for all the money they have invested in Leonard Williams, I'd like to see a little bit more. Pat. You know, they had a graphic up there comparing what, what what he did, Leonard Williams last year to Aaron Donald. Yeah, I, I could use I could afford to see a little bit more of that tonight. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, and here's the thing: now the league has adjusted to what he's been able to do, and now you have to come up with an with an alternate to a counter adjustment to what they're doing. And clearly, they're double teaming him on the line, Gordon. Of course, There's no question. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, and as they should. So, which giant is going to step out? And make make some plays while he's taking up two guys. That's going to yeah. be the question. It's ESPN New York tonight on 98.7 ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. Hey, Jet fans, if you're coming to Sunday's home opener at MetLife Stadium, please arrive early and be at the gates at least one hour prior to kickoff to avoid lines before you get to the stadium. Listen carefully. Be sure to download your mobile tickets to your phone via the Jets app presented by FUBU Sportsbook. Also, iPhone users can add their tickets to their mobile wallets. For more information, visit nyjets.com slash mobile ticketing. Gordon, I have that question for you in a second. Let's go to the phones. 1-800-919-3776. Danny's in Long Island. He's up first on ESPN New York tonight. What's up, Dan? Good afternoon, boys. Boy, the Redskins are getting killed with this uh, unsportsmanlike uh, conduct penalty for dropping your helmet. They just said the kickoff got set back, and then at three and out, the Giants get the ball back. But what I want to call is that I agree completely with your analysis that the Giants do not get Barkley into positions to be successful. Because I was watching Donald the other day with with uh, McCaffrey. You know, it always seems like they send everybody deep, clear out the underneath, 
He comes out of the backfield. He's one-on-one against the linebacker. Good luck. It's a complete mismatch. And Dono throws the ball six yards, and the guy runs for 20. And there's nobody around to tackle him. And it's, it's well-designed. It's easy to execute. And the Giants don't seem to be able to get Barkley into those situations. And I, I, I don't understand it because he's, he's at least as good as McCaffrey. Maybe not as fast. but certainly got a little more brute muscle. Where, and the, the offense is unimaginative. Where is Galladay? He's supposed to be the six-foot... Uh, five guy where you can just heave the ball down there and it's a mismatch. They're not, they're not, even, they're not using him enough uh, and it's just disappointing. But I mean, they all playing a back from quarterback tonight. But my biggest, my biggest thing right now is I'm worried for Dave Rothenberg somewhere in New Jersey right now because if they don't win this game, there's no way he's going to be able to conduct a radio show at 5 o'clock in the morning. He, he's absolutely a wit's end and, and they were only 0-1. I, I fear for his health. Pray to whatever God you believe in that the Giants can pull this out for the good of the station and for the good of Dave and his family. Because he is I think it's absolutely... actually more interesting if, he, if they don't pull it out. I want to see. I kind of want to see what happens, show, Dave. Ra- i got to be honest. I go to work at 5.15 in the morning. The radio show ride in will be much more entertaining if they lost. But yeah. I'm talking about from a humanity point right. of view. In the long term. Right? You, don't want to bur- you don't want to lose Dave on week two, right? No, it's children. He has children. He's got to yeah, live a healthy life. This is, yeah. This is, well, that's, I think that ship has already sailed. I mean, in terms of this giant season, it's not going to go well. So he's not going to have a, a healthy season. But uh, I hear what you're saying. Like the tit- it's like going on the Titanic every Sunday. You know how it's going to end. Yeah. And just uh, you know, to get back to your point about Saquon Barkley, he- here's right, a Danny, stat thanks. for you. Mm-hmm. He now has eight carries, Larry, for yeah. 41 yards. And his long run of the night was 41 yards. Isn't that something? So he's got one carry for 41 yards and seven carries for zero yards. And we're just talking about Kenny Galladay, another pass his direction. Good Mm -hmm. coverage. He did get a hand on it, wasn't able to bring it in. But he's been targeted four times as one catch for 16 yards. Gordon, you know, listen, I I never played the game. I'm not trying to, you know, be be critical. But the one thing that caused me and, and a couple of friends that I know, we were talking about it, some former pros, Gordon, he doesn't get a lot of separation. No, he does not. That's not, so, not really what he's, he's, as you said, he's like a bully guy, right? Like he's able yeah. to, because of his size, he's able to go up and, and steal balls away. And, and uh, look, some of the, <laughs> some of those four passes that came his way, it wasn't like, um, it wasn't like they were necessarily on target either. So no, 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 no. And yeah. a couple of them, he missed one. He was wide open. Yep. Absolutely. And he missed him. Yep. Eddie's in Fort Myers. Hey, Eddie, you're next on 98.7. How you doing, buddy? I'm coming from Fort Myers. Uh, I was just trying to come up with a situation on the shift problem that they have in baseball where everybody's trying to eliminate the shift or trying to come up with an idea. And I come up with an idea that maybe that it would be great to give it a shot. I'm just thinking maybe put a line from behind second base up to the grass and right directly straight to the grass in the outfield and have the shortstop and third baseman not pass that line and vice versa, have the second baseman not go out beyond that line and they can shift all they want as long as they stay on their side and then not pass that line that's directly behind second base. Yeah, and you no, lost I'm, me. Uh, no, I, well, what he he basically wants the second baseman to stay on the second base side of the second base. Okay. And he wants okay. the shortstop exactly. to stay on the shortstop side gotcha. of, of, the, of second base. Okay. I mean, that's exactly. been discussed, Eddie. And that, um, I don't know that baseball wants to, um, to force that. They'd like to think that, you know, guys can if, – if you're getting shifted against, hit against the shift, but that has – Obviously not worked out. Um, you know, some guys some guys are able to do that, but not many. So, uh, but that has been discussed. I mean, you you mean the league, the league that wants us to have a runner at second, 
right. in extra innings and right. seventh inning doubleheaders doesn't want to force people to do stuff? <laughs> uh, it's, it, I, well, look, I, I, it, it's crazy to me because that's one. I think that if baseball instituted, like think about all the rule changes and how much people hate the rule changes they institute. That's one rule change that they instituted I think people would be happy with. Yeah, I agree. I think I the average fan would be like, yes, finally, okay, we can get back to like playing actual baseball again. But Not uh, to mention the players. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure a lot of them would love that. Definitely. The pitchers wouldn't be happy with it, but the players would love it. The, the hitters would just love it. And, and listen, you know, there, there's got to be some adjustments because this shift thing is really, it's, it's changed. It's taken a lot of... It's taken a lot of, uh, of plays away, Gordon. It just has. It really has. No, no question. Uh, and, and look, some organizations are, are better at it. Uh, it's always funny to me when when um, when it when it doesn't work, right? And and mm. the old timers will say, "Well, I'll see if they would if they hadn't have shifted there, that that would have been a routine play." Yeah. But the reason why they're doing it is because on the numbers, if you run the numbers, it works more times than not. There's a reason why they're doing it is because they're getting a benefit out of it. So yeah. it clearly works, and uh, I do think that uh, baseball has to do something to get rid of it. And there's always been shifts. Oh I mean, yeah. Let's, let's be clear. Let's be absolutely. clear about that. Williams, this is right. not new. Absolutely. This is not new. There's always been shifts. How, ooh, Darius Slayton. That touchdown. Nice to yes, it is. An appearance. Yeah, that's a touchdown after Galladay uh, dropped, dropped the ball in his one. hands. Yep. yep. Yeah. So the Giants have the lead. Uh, Gordon, you know, I was cons- I was thinking you might have to be on standby for tomorrow morning with DPH for, for Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, they got a touchdown now. When uh, I saw one tweet that said, "No way, this team should be trailing at the half," I was like, "Uh oh." Uh oh, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, they they did they I, I feel like they did kind of outplay Washington in the yes. first more so in the, the beginning of the first half than obviously mm-hmm. the end part of the first half. But yeah, to be going in down four, uh, that was not what you want. But that there you go. There's a there's a chunk play they got. That's the type of stuff they got to do because they're not mm-hmm. you know this dink and dunk underneath. Um, that's not going to get it done. I mean, I, I want to get Saquon involved uh, involved some way, but you know four and five yard passes. Yeah, like they've been trying to do. That's not going to get it done. They got to take shots down the field and hopefully, you know, with the weapons that they have, and they do have a lot of. Here's here, here's Slayton, the perfect example, right? Guy yeah. who's been kind of, kind of, kind of forgotten about because of Galladay and how good Sterling Shepard has been. Shepard's been very he, good in the slot. Yeah, really, he has been. He ha- you know, it's kind of allowed him to not be the the main focus right now. Now it's Galladay that's got to deal with that, and it's freed up Slayton to make some plays, and he's got a bunch of catches tonight. Had a bunch of catches in the opener, so good start to the season for him. Yep. We'll continue to get to your calls here on ESPN New York tonight. And Gordon, I, I haven't forgot that question I have for you. It's very important. Give it to me. Yep. It's very, no, we'll do it when we come back. All right. That's next on 987 ESPN. I just believe in Saquon Barkley. I believe that they're building this team the right way. I just can't see like Danny Dimes losing to a dude named after a beverage. You know what I mean? Like if you lose to a dude that's a backup and you so, you're the sixth overall pick, you're writing your 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 own obituary because it's no way that you can stay with them. And I don't want the Giants to be in the same boat that the Jets were last year, giving up on Sam Darnold after year three. But the reality is, if they lose and they go over again and this isn't a great season, they have two first round draft picks. They're going to have no choice but to hit the reset button and start all over and get a new franchise quarterback. Bart Scott, part of Bart and Han, noon to three here on 98.7 ESPN, but he was on with Greeny when he made those comments. It's ESPN New York tonight, Hardesty and Damon till midnight on 98.7, and Gordon so far, he he's more like the promo that he had with, he's more like, Saquon Barkley's playing more like the promo Bart was talking about in the with Han 
than the an- analysis he had with Greeny. <laughs> he thinks that they're building the Giants the right way? That's what he said. Where? Wow. What is he talking about? He likes what they're doing. Maybe defensively he likes Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, I don't even know. I, I guess that's build. I mean, it's not really building. It's just they threw, they, they got a, a bunch of free agents last year and they, they put it together and the defense was better. I don't know. When I hear building, I think of, you know, you're drafting and, and you're making trades for guys. And I don't know. It just, um, you, know, you mean like building the offensive line? Right, yeah. I mean, he he did say building the. I like the way they're building the team. Mm-hmm. It's a slow build, I'll tell you that. <laughs> it's, boy, oh boy, it's taking a long time. Yeah, they, they, I think they, the Empire State Building was built in a hundred days. It's not. It's not the Empire State Building. I can tell you that much. No, it's not. No, Oof. it's not. No, it's not. And and the problem is they've had a lot of different architects come on the job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that hasn't helped it's them. more of the Freedom Tower. It took you know it was a little, a long, long time for that to be built. This is what the Giants are right now. It's uh, yeah. it's uh, taking a long time, and it's and it's nowhere, it's nowhere close to picking out the paint colors, right? I mean, nope. like the offensive line is still a work in progress here. So that's right. It's a big third down play. If the Giants can get off the field here and just give up three, oh, he's cl- I would go for it. I, I, I'm waiting for it to get back from space, Larry. So I oh yeah, wait okay. For it, you know, but there's a flag anyway, so we'll see what oh, happens. Well, of course there is. <laughs> Doesn't it always feel like the, the 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 refs that are the worst refs also call the most flags? Yeah, it's true. Like they have the worst judgment, and then they're calling the mo- You know, they're 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 highlighting that bad judgment by the amount of flags that they throw. So, mm-hmm. um, oh, but it was on the offense, right? Yeah, boy, he's had a rough night. Seventy six. He's had a rough night. The the uh, unsportsmanlike lowering the helmet right that cost him a big drive. Uh, now he's got a holding right here. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty good. Little arm, little arm action. Actually, actually, the defender was holding here, headed by the collar. <laughs> I love the by play that, in the. In the was that Ojolari again? Oh no, that's not Ojolari. No, no, it's not. He had a nice sack early on. He he's did. showing some stuff, you know. Yeah, oh, that was absolutely. Carter. Okay, yeah, yeah that was so. Carter. All right. While we're looking at this third and seventeen, which is a little different than third and seven, yeah. <laughs> uh, Gordon, here, here's my question for you, because you're you're a you know promo code Gordon type guy. Yeah, yeah. And I'm on the Giants tonight. I'll, I'll make Are that. You? I'm on the Giants. I got uh, I got three and a half, so I took it, and uh, we'll see if we can we can hang on. Hang on, ma. Hang on. We'll see if we can <laughs> hang on tonight. The difference for 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 my, you know you know new betting folks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Three to three and a half. That's a big difference, isn't it, Gordon? Huge, of course. You you want that hook, right? I mean, yeah. you don't want to, you know, this game could still go anyway, but you you want to have that little that little added bonus because this is usually a pretty close game, right? Like mm-hmm. usually there's not a lot of blowouts, so you could get one of those field goals late or something, and and it really screws you. So if you have that extra little half point, that is that's big. Yeah. Some people pay for that extra half point. <laughs> well, some people did because it came today. <laughs> it yeah. was three for most of the week, right? Yeah, it was. I thought it was. You know, I wasn't watching it that much. But, you know, I always like when there's so much negativity surrounding one team and mm-hmm. everybody. And I didn't do it on Sunday. Uh, uh, was that Monday night, the Ravens and the Raiders game? Yeah, Monday. Yeah. Everybody was on the Ravens. Everybody was talking about them. And the Raiders had not been very good. So um, I wanted to bet the the Raiders there, and I said, you know what? 
stay away. I didn't have the best of weekends to open up the season. Let me stay away from it. Let me lay. And uh, I was kicking myself later, although it was a pretty wild finish. But tonight I said, you know what? Everybody's been against the Giants, so let's see if they can get a win. And, and all of a sudden the season will look different if they can hang on here. Yeah, absolutely. Buddha's in the Bronx. He's next on 98.7. Hey, Buddha. You know, you guys got to be cracking up here. I'm suckling on this Johnny Golden Reserve. <laughs> You're making fun of Bob Scott. <laughs> you like the way you're building the team. Building the team? What are you talking about, building the team? It's a disaster. They've been the worst team over the last four years. <laughs> That's funny, man. You know, you're five and 26 in the first two months of the season. Yeah, I think it's coming together nice. <laughs> Listen, my point when I called was that um, a lot of times these ex-players, they have some wild takes on certain things. I mean, the boss guy was a much better player than Dan Olasky. Well, you sit here, you watch this 60-yard touchdown run that got called back, then that throw to Slayton. I mean, come on. Listen, that that was a beautiful throw. And he's telling you that Sam Donald's ceiling is higher than Daniel Jones. I, <laughs> I don't see that in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> what the hell is Dan Olasky talking about? Really, come on. You know, Carson Wentz is okay. I mean, you know, everything that happened had nothing to do with him. It was all the Eagles' fault. How good did he look over there on Sunday the other day? Man? I mean, come on, these guys, he's nuts. You know? Well, you know, Buddha, it's nuts. funny you say that because I always feel like uh, one of those guys for me is Michael Lombardi. Uh, and I saw he said somewhere today that, you know, they're like, there's no story I hear out of Jacksonville that sounds positive. I'm like, yeah, thanks for that now. I mean, like, yeah, after they lose to the Texans, yeah, of course. I mean, how about, how about telling me that before last Sunday, right? I mean, that we all kind of felt that way. It was supposed to be before the season started, though. Like, right, right. right. right it's not any... They have no talent. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you know what? You know, this last thing, man. Finding, you know, as a Jets fan, I'm looking at the, um, you know, what what took place last week, you know, mm-hmm. and, and um, you know, just the blocking and and, and the, the adjustments that were made. You know, I, I don't know if that kid your boy, he's on the practice squad or something. I, you know, I would really take a look at trying to bring him up and maybe, you know, have him. I, I don't, I, I don't know if he's a good blocker, and I can't really say that I've seen him that much to tell. But if he can block a little bit, I mean. You know, one of my favorite players, you know, before he even came to Jets, when he was on the Eagles, and even when he was on Ohio State, was Keith Byers. Mm-hmm. I mean, that kind of player is so useful when you're running the type of offense that the Jets are running. You know, those flat routes, those wheel routes, that man, you know, a little extra protection, blitz pickup, then spring out. You know, like, they got to incorporate that. I mean, you know. They have to incorporate that, and they have to decide on the running backs. I mean, you know, me personally, I, I would take the kid Ty Johnson, start him, and then have a Carter as the, uh, you know, the, the backup. I mean, I, Coleman, I mean, Coleman is not really going to serve you purpose on a team that doesn't, like, really make big holes. He's he's one of them scat back sort of guys. Like, he needs a, he needs a real crease. And then P. Ryan to me is absolutely useless. So, you know, I, I really will hope that they can settle in on one guy have him be the lead and then, like, bring Carter along in that, you know, that third down back role and maybe picks up the scheme and becomes, a you know, a real running back by the end of the season. Yeah, well, that's what they're going to have to do, Buddha. Thanks for the phone call. They're going to have to make some adjustments. And listen, all this, all what you're saying is right because the ultimate goal is to make it as easy as possible for their young quarterback to not get killed. <laughs> and anything you can do to – slow down the pass rush or change the momentum or, I mean, Gordon, they should do some hurry up this week. 
you know, to keep this this very this very physical and talented Patriots defense off balance a little bit because listen, I can't imagine what Belichick has got dialed up for for Wilson. Uh, he's got to be licking his chive. He's oh. watching the game film from last week. And I, I, look, maybe it will turn out at the end of the season the Panthers defense will be a lot better than we thought, you know, coming into the year, and and we'll say, well, you know, there was, you know, looking back now in hindsight. I don't think it's that great of a defense, and they were getting in there. You talk about the hurry-up offense. That was a hurry-up. Mm-hmm. That was a hurry-up defensive line. Yeah, they were it in was. the backfield almost instantly. So, uh, yeah, they're going to have to. They're going to have to shake some things up because nothing else matters, right? Like if you can't block any better than they did last Sunday, and now with the news about Becton being out mm-hmm. after the surgery, um, yeah, this is going to be this is going to be a rough day, and, and I'm sure Bill Belichick is is uh, licking his chops thinking about the the, the possibilities. And, he, and it's good and bad, good and bad in that, Gordon. Here's here's the here's the good. If you're a Jet fan, you're saying, well, you know what? Yeah, we didn't play well, but Carolina's been scheming for us all during the offs, all during training camp for that first game. And guess what? The Jets have been scheming for them too, and they should have yeah. found up. They should have known what was coming up and seen the and seen what they needed to do. Give them credit; they made some adjustments in halftime, Gordon. So it slowed it down some. But and you know Zach Wilson talked about some other things also uh, during the week about how he you know took took some of the blame for not getting rid of the ball quicker in some some instances he held on to the football as he you know looked through the video over the weekend. Listen, he he's learned from Sam Darnold. It's on me. <laughs> he's learned. Yeah. He's learned already. It's on me. It's on me. Well, if he's going to copy anything after Sam Darnold, that's probably the only thing you want him to copy after Sam yep, Darnold. Yeah, that's right? for sure. Like Sam Darnold never threw anybody under the bus or anything like that, but uh, the, I think we all know it wasn't on him. Uh, no, it was not definitely all of it. not on him. That was on no. the offensive I mean, the off- it wasn't even like 50-50. It was 100%. The, I mean, you couldn't even judge what the quarterback was doing in the first half because his mm-hmm. time to, uh, to even look at, at, at the plays, the plays weren't even developing yet. They, yeah. that that was how fast guys were in the backfield. It's true. 2017 Giants as we move to the fourth quarter. We'll come back and take more of your calls next on 98.7 ESPN. No sleep till! It's ESPN New York tonight. 98.7 ESPN. Gordon, Giants trying to extend that lead. It's threes, and you know what? You know what they say. Threes yeah, are, I, threes I are nice on the road, but you better get seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one, you know, I follow an account that's like a – it's obviously run by a guy, but it's a computer mm-hmm. that kind of mm-hmm. spits out, like, what the win probability is based on fourth down calls. I'll have to take a look. Because uh-huh. fourth and – what was it, fourth and three there? Yes. Because it was no, third and eleven. Three, you're moving the ball. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think I'm. I'd have to take a look at what the the numbers say, but it feels like that's one where I don't win for it. Yeah, I, I think I. I think I might have as well. Um, you're, you're moving unless the they, ball here. You unless know, they what, got what scared is, away from from the pressure that Jones got on the last couple of plays. That's true, but he's pl- look. I don't want to jinx it here. He's played really well tonight. Like if he you're has. envisioning what a good Daniel Jones looks like. This is seen it. it tonight. Yeah. He's done a nice job. Held on to the football. No turnovers. Uh, and you know what, Gordon? Give this offensive line credit. They've done a nice job. They've done a better job. 
They've done, they've a, done better a better job. job. Yeah, they still have. I mean, they still have breakdowns, and unfortunately, when they have breakdowns, if they keep having them, he, Daniel Jones is going to be broken down. Yeah, they, I mean, they yeah. they've been getting in there and hitting them hard and really, um, you know, taking a couple of good hits. Uh, now the 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 uh, Twitter account that I follow is at Ben underscore Bot underscore Baldwin. It's a fourth down decision bot, hmm. and uh, it recommends plays. Um, that last one, it, it, it ruled it as a toss-up. Mm-hmm. The win probability mm-hmm. was not that great. So the field goal, 52 yards, that makes it 23-17. So they said that one was actually a toss-up. So um, I don't know. I think that I would have – I like them being aggressive. They've been aggressive here. They've taken some yep. shots. Yep. Let's hope that it, uh, it holds up. I mean, now it's on the defense, right? Six-point lead, mm-hmm. backup quarterback. Got to get some stops here. You gotta get some stops, and this is where the defense now has to, you know, earn their money. Let's get the three and out, and get and get you know that Washington defense right back on the field, and yeah. then, and now, now we'd like to see a little Saquon Barkley, right? Now you like you need a nice, even though it's early, you want to have a nice mixture. Like anything there? For, I mean, every time, I like, look, maybe it's maybe he just doesn't have the explosion that he needs to to get through the whole like the quick motion, right? The speed is still there, but the quickness. Uh, of getting up to that speed maybe is still limited because of the recovery from the knee injury, but it seems like mm-hmm. every time he gets the ball, he's just running into a wall of guys. Yeah. Except for that yeah. one play, he had yep. a little, he had a hole there, good size hole, ran right through it, ran for forty-one yards. Still has forty-one yards uh, <laughs> as we're crazy. now in the fourth quarter. Uh, that's not yeah. great. No, it but, isn't. Look, if you get a win tonight, that's all that matters. You'll feel a whole lot better about your season. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll be able to we'll be able to have Dave on the show and not roaming the streets. At 5 a.m. Yeah, that, that, yeah. Yeah. I don't need that phone call. No, not for that. No. Not for that reason. I mean, I'll be, ha- I love working with Rick. Of Rick's course. a delight. Yeah. And uh, I think we do a great job together, but, mm-hmm. you know, I don't, I, I fear for Dave's safety because he, he, if they lose this game now, right? Mm hmm. There, oh. there would be, there would be some, some issues, I think. There, there might be. And in, in, and in typical Rothenberg style, if I were him, this is where I would ask you, who do you like working better with? Right. <laughs> I like working better to put, with you. To, to put you on the spot. Uh, See, no, that, uh, it, you, it's you every day of the week and twice on Sunday. <laughs> you, you don't re- – I mean, if nothing – you could be the worst person in the world. You don't require me to wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> no, no, the reason, Larry, let's be honest. You have that going – you could be a far, far worse person, and I'll pick you every single time. And the fact that you're the delightful person that you are, well, that just puts it over the top. Well, I appreciate that. I appreciate yes. that. Um, and listen, uh, Gordon, can the Giants defend 17? I mean <laughs> – yeah, I, I would think, right? Like, I mean, you have to say one thing for Tyler Heineke. He knows who seventeen is, and he, he does. And he gets him the ball in some some form or fashion. It's not really on the numbers per se, but he knows. Look for seventeen and throw him the ball. That's the he'll play. make a play for me. Yeah, and you always there's always a guy, right, Gordon, for a quarterback. There's always that guy that I know I can go to that he's going to make a play for me. He's I just have to get it near him. And, um, you know, McLaurin's been that guy for him tonight. He's got eight, eight receptions, 82 yards, and a touchdown. He's, 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 been, he's been big for them. Yeah. He's and think about them. the quarterbacks that he's dealt with, right? I mean, all the different guys who have gone through <laughs> yeah, there really. in the three years that he's been there, and he's a really it's good amazing. receiver. 
And again, it, it, the, the, the the ball is not being placed on the numbers tonight. No. But it, and he has some speed. And he was like, when he first came in, I was like, ah, you know, he's a speed guy. You know, I'm sure he'll make some plays. But he's really developed into a really nice weapon. I mean, he's a huge weapon for them. Yep. Oh, there he is again. <laughs> yep. There's that man. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know what? You go to him till they stop it. Why? Of course. You know, you keep, you don't want me to go to him? Stop me. That's right. it. Very simple. Well, look, very here's simple. the thing for this Giants defense. If you want to be a big-time defense, it's not hey, – look, it's score, You know, keeping the other team from scoring. But if you want to be a big-time defense, it's about sacks. It's about turnovers. Mm-hmm. And they got to get they got to get a stop here. Uh, and a sack would be nice. A turnover would be nice. And, and keeping this lead would be even nicer. Yeah, they, you don't want to give up the lead here. No. You don't want to give up – but I tell you, and I don't know, this is – I'll say this. And I think Art Stapleton, who does a great job covering the Giants, uh, tweeted this out. Judge is playing this game like he's got the 2020 Giants defense. And the 2020 Giants defense is not showing up yet. This is not left. No, not day. yet. I mean, they've made some plays tonight. But again, it's, it's, you know, it's so early in the season. It's a backup quarterback. So it's kind of tough to judge, right? Yeah, like, yeah. is this really that great of a performance? I mean, there's one... Uh, they have oh, some weapons, I guess. I mean, they've taken the tight end out of the mix. The running back, uh, Gibson, really hasn't killed them. Mm-hmm. It's been pretty much McLaurin, and that's been it. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, they, they need the defense to uh, – But not a lot of pressure on have. Heineke, though, Gordon. No, I mean, you should be pressuring been. them. No, there has not been. There force him into make it, Force him into a turnover. Right, I yeah. mean, they blitzed a couple of occasions, and give Washington credit. They've made the adjustments. They've picked up the blitz. Like, they're sending people now. But, uh, you know, now you've flushed – Heineke's flushed out. Oh, you tripped. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Gordon. You'll you're, see in a second. You're spoiling everything. Rick DiPietro wouldn't do this to me, Larry. I'm sorry. Um, you're right. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll do better. <laughs> I'll, I'll see it when it gets better. Oh, my God. That was a bad. Oh, my God. That was a terrible play. Now you understand. Yeah. No. I mean, he, he falls down. He's fumbling the ball. It's forward, It's moving forward. There's a flag down on the ground. I mean, this is a, this is a mess. That turf monster travels, doesn't he? Yeah. Well, I and mean, loves when you're running for your life, oh. it, it tends to pop up even more. Now, is there a flag? Is, who's the flag on? Is that the Giants? It should be. Because James see, Bradbury does not look second. happy. You'll see in a second. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. I would think that. James Bradbury is the second most unhappy person right now next to Dave Rothenberg because that, that was not a great flag. No, it wasn't. Uh, that, was, that was questionable. Yep. Well, for Tyler Heineke, his knee was down before he fumbles the ball. But you know, for this for this uh, official crew, uh, it's consistent. Yeah, consistently. I mean, how, how, I get it. It must be very, very difficult oh, great, to officiate nice. these games. But it is. It is the speed of the game. It is. It's and, and here's what makes it even more frustrating when you watch watching the game, Gordon. The next crew will call that totally differently. Oh, of course. There's no consistency. None. No consistency. None whatsoever. Pass interference, um, roughing the passer a lot of times, even, even you know, fundamental holding calls that they change from week to week. And it's amazing, especially pass interference. Like, you'll hear the announcers say, well, we know that's going to be a flag every single time. And then the next week, you'll see the same thing, and it wasn't a flag every <laughs> single time. You say, wait a sec, you told me last week it's a flag every – oh, they're going to call that every time. Yeah, not and, always. And that's what and that's what we were told because you know, the referees come, the officials come to every camp, and training camp, and they meet with the media, 
and they go over all the different calls and all the different things, and they show you videos, and they show you all this stuff. I mean, meeting with the officials, is, is it's, it's interesting, and here's some of the rule changes we're looking for, and this is what we're doing, and, and so they take you through everything. And then when, when, you, when the game starts, you're like, but that's not what they told us how they were going to call that this year. <laughs> so somebody didn't get the memo. Yeah, and remember when they said, yeah, all we have to do, we have to make the officials full-time, and then, yeah, then the things yeah. will improve. Well, they've made them full-time, and I don't feel like anything's improved. No, no. they were. Listen, they were better off part-time. <laughs> maybe they got to <laughs> knock them back. Maybe you got to pay them by the hour or something. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. This is ESPN New York Tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer. Hour number two, Thursday night edition of the show. Thanks for stopping by at 1-800-919-3776. Also via Twitter at Hardesty ESPN at ESPNNY98 underscore 7FM at Gordon Damer. We continue to keep you updated on the Giants in Washington. This is a good game. Going back and forth. Entertaining game. Um, Saquon Barkley, 11 more yards than he had... uh, well, he had what twenty eight snaps last week. Gordon, he's got thirty nine, so he's he's got he's yeah. gotten more. They, a little bit more action tonight, not, not even though it doesn't seem like it. Yeah, it doesn't really. Um, you know, the uh, the production has not been there outside of the one run. But uh, look, I think at this stage against this opponent, you're just kind of hoping for a couple of, you know, maybe a home run play here or there. He had the forty one mm-hmm. yard run and not much else. Not exactly getting a whole lot of help, but uh, with Washington with that field goal, so it's 23-20. I mentioned the fourth down decision bot before. The giant call, it was kind of like, eh, kind of wishy-washy. It could go either way. Mm-hmm. That one, the, the decision bot was uh, pretty strongly in favor of going for it. Hmm. So, Me too. Because, you know, I, I, think, I think I would too because now you, you, you're hoping you're, you're going to play defense, but if you, even if you limit them to a field goal, then you're in the same exact spot with a whole lot less time, and then you've got to drive the field. Right. I feel like I, if I, I would have liked to have at least had the lead at that point, but uh, it's a three-point game. It's now on Washington's vaunted front four and mm-hmm. Chase Young to to get a stop here. Yeah, they got they got to do, get the Giants off. I'd get see that if the Giants, Giants can pick the up a couple of first downs and get some points. Yeah, and this is well, I was going to say this would be nice to go to Saquon Barkley, but oh gosh, how I how I, Gordon, I don't know what it is whether it's Galladay or what the deal is. But Sterling Shepard, these first two weeks, has been a different player than he's been the past couple of seasons. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, he, he was, he's I think, a guy open. who was – he was almost like the, the starting pitcher who was asked to be the ace of the staff, even though he's mm-hmm. not really the ace of the staff. So now that he's been in the slot, he has been far more productive. I mean, he's been great. I mean, if you get anything like this uh, the, the, the rest of the season, he's going to have a monster year. Now the only ba- the only downside is is that Ga- it's not Galladay. He's not really doing a whole lot, but you'll sign for that, right? Let him yeah. take all the attention. Even if you if you win the game, who cares? That's right. As long as somebody produces. Yeah, absolutely. Nine catches, ninety five yards for Sterling Shepard tonight. And he was big last week. Yep. You know they didn't lose because of him. Nope. <laughs> no doubt nope. about it. He was big. He was. Big. And you know what? You you're not hearing. And I guess obviously with the changes on the offensive line, you're not hearing Kyle Rudolph's name mentioned a lot because he's helping the block. But uh, although he missed, um, he was supposed to block Chase, and he missed him. But it's okay because Daniel Jones was gone and got the first down. Uh, but nevertheless, um, you know he's being asked to block, so you're losing some, you know, some production from Rudolph at the tight end spot, and you, you know, you kind of want some of that from him. 
Yeah, I mean, he, he's obviously another weapon there. Hopefully you'll have Evan Ingram back here before too long because, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, the more weapons that you can have. I mean, the Giants do at full strength. They have offensive weapons. It's not really about the, the weapons. It's about whether or not the, the quarterback is going to ever have the time to make the throws. But give Daniel Jones credit. He gets, he gets hammered in this town when he makes mm-hmm. mistakes. And, and, again, the game's not over yet. Right. But he has played. I think that this is about as high a level as you could expect Daniel Jones to play against this type of defense. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And he's playing them and when they've you know, been real inconsistent because this is not – so far we've talked about this is the Giants' 2020 defense. Well, this is not Washington's 2020 defense yet either. No. I mean, look, at least they are going up against what is a starting quarterback in the league. But, right. you know, you, you thought this, this offensive line against that pass rush – now, Jones has been hit a lot and, and he has been sacked a few times – but they have not they've not wrecked the game, right? Oh. They've they've not ruined the game, at least not yet, not with mm-hmm. six and a half minutes to go. And I have not seen the play that Larry's laughing at yet, so I'm I'm a little worried to be continuing to say these things. But so you can uh, go ahead. No, you're, you're safe. Oh, okay, I'm safe. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, <laughs> that's better than me laughing. Yeah, <laughs> I felt like that was KJ Hamler a week ago. I'm sure that won't come back to hurt the Giants at all. No, no of course not. No. And he Gary got hit as he Slayton threw. was wide open by himself. The defensive mm. back, I, I don't know what he was doing. He just let him run right by him. Ball hit him right in the hands, in the end zone, and right off the hands in the end zone. Uh, he thought he had safety help over the top. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? <laughs> Guess what? He didn't. Guess what? He did it not. wasn't there. Look, he dropped it. I thought it was Galladay. But then I said, no, Galladay wouldn't be that wide open. No. <laughs> Well, look, they've gotten people. Saquon involved here a little they bit have. And, and given him a little bit of room to operate. So they've moved the ball here. I like uh, I like what the Giants and I like what Jones has done. I mean, it, it's not it's not breaking out. I don't know. You know, no, I'm sure no. the final stat line is not going to look all that great, but he's not turned the ball over. That's the first test. And mm-hmm. then can he be productive and can he make some plays? And he has absolutely done that tonight with the, sl- the, the Slayton touchdown the touchdown, the run, the one that got called back that turned into a field goal. So this has mm-hmm. been an A-plus game for Daniel Jones, at least so far. And it's, and you've, there's more positives than you had week one against Denver offensively. Even with the – and the offensive line has stabilized some. And it could be that, you know, they have their, their play calling, which, you know, listen, there was a lot of conversation this week about Jason Garrett, Gordon, uh, and, and his – lack of play calling or lack of imagination or all the other stuff. So, you know, the one thing you like here from his standpoint is that he seems to be, they seem to be in the better flow. And I don't know whether they know this, maybe they're more familiar with Washington. I mean, I don't know what it is, but they just seem to have a better idea and they're executing better than what they did last week against Denver. That one, uh, the one play that did kind of surprise me. I I don't think, has Kadarius Tony even played tonight? I have not seen him. I don't think I've seen him. Uh, and they had that right. one reverse where they ran to the guy that they just called up from the practice squad that lost like eight yards. I'm like, what? What? Do we? I thought that that was kind of the Kadarius Tony type of play. Mm-hmm. So, and now that we've complimented the offensive line a little bit, they've now been uh, two false starts in a row. So the Giants are moving backwards here. But um, still, you know, look, they got the lead. Let's see if Daniel Jones can make a play here. Now third and fifteen it went from from third and five to third and fifteen very quickly. Look at all the time he's got. I can't, Larry. I'm waiting for it to get back from space. Okay. Well, I, I won't say anything, but but you'll see. And and you know, in this the, in this situation now, 
the main thing here is to make sure you get in field goal range. That's the main thing you want to do. Right. Don't take them and out of field goal range. I'm, I'm watching that play as Jones is going down. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, dear God, don't fumble the ball. Just <laughs> don't fumble the ball. Because that, that's the only thing that can ruin this night now, right? Yeah, like, you're right. Uh, at least for him. I'm not saying for the yes. team. If the team loses the game, it's, it's a ruined night. But at least you'll know that, you know what, Daniel Jones played really, really well. Um, he did, yeah. So now if they can get the field goal, make it six, I feel a little bit better, plus three and a half. Um, mm-hmm. There you go. There You're in go. good shape, my friend. Oh, baby. Promo code Gordon. <laughs> Gordon, I want to ask you, uh, Garrett Cole. Yeah. It's the only thing I want. I'm, I'm trying to talk positively about the Yankees for you, too. Right. You notice I haven't talked anything about the game. Oh, my God. Please you know, don't. I haven't. Please don't, Larry. All right. So, um, Robbie, you would, I would think that Robbie Ray is going to be the comparison, the closest person to Garrett mm-hmm. Cole for the Cy Young. Right. So, uh, Jake the Snake put some numbers together. So sure. Let's see what you think. Okay. All right. So, Garrett Cole's first. He's got 15 wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robbie Ray's tied for third with five other pitchers with 12 wins. Cole's got 224 strikeouts. That's second. Ray is first with 233 strikeouts. Uh, Cole's got a 2.75 ERA, second to Ray at 2.64. Cole's war is 6.0, second to Ray, who is 6.9. A 2.63 FIP, which is first. Ray is fourth at 3.37. 1,000.002 whip. Ray is second at 1,000.009. 6.5 Ks per walk, which is first for Cole. Ray is third at 5.419. So, I mean, this is this is going to be a close race. And I think clearly Cole has the better numbers, but I'm concerned, Gordon, are they going to take the injuries, the time that he's been out? Is that going to be a deciding factor? Are they going to say, well, you know, Ray was more, you know, Ray was more available than what Cole was. So, you know, I'm, it, it always, I, there's always a reason that the numbers sometimes don't work. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. Like there's always something else with, like the numbers tell you that clearly it should be Cole, but there's going to be some intangible somewhere that somebody's going to uh, throw in. I don't know that the numbers tell me. Look, I'm a Yankee fan, and I, uh, I'll i be honest. I feel like the Yankees in these type of end-of-season awards always get screwed. That okay. unless it's a Yankee who's clear-cut, far and away, ahead of the game, if it comes down to some kind of close vote, it's always going to go against the Yankees. And mm. the reasoning will always flip-flop based on, on whatever it is. Um, so I would look at those numbers, and I would actually say that Robbie Ray is a little bit better right mm-hmm. now, right in mm-hmm. this moment in time. Could change. Right, uh, And I think that Robbie Ray, unless something dramatic happens, will be the American League Cy Young, even if the numbers kind of flip-flop a little bit and the ERA goes Cole's way and the you know maybe the strikeouts go. Even if it, something changes and it's Cole by a little bit, like Ray by a little bit right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Ray's had maybe the better year. Uh, certainly down the stretch, he has been sensational. Yeah. And if this is the type of thing where I know it's not, uh, it's not a, an award based on success of the team, but if the Jays are in the playoffs and the Yankees are not in the playoffs and, and Cole missed some time, and, and he's been good down the stretch, but because of the injury, he's not been able to go out there and be 100% Cole where, where Robbie Ray has been. I mean, I got to find Robbie Ray's um, numbers in the second half because it feels mm-hmm. like every time he goes out there, 
He strikes out double-digit guys. Right. He doesn't give up a whole lot of runs, and he mm-hmm. has been he has been sensational for them. Yeah. So, um, and if they're a playoff team, I think a big reason why is because of him. So, yeah. Uh, he was a guy that a lot of teams liked. He's always had good strikeout stuff. He just never could kind of keep the walks in order. Mm-hmm. Um, but this year he clearly has for Toronto, and he's been a, I mean, a major, major plus for him. And that was one of the guys the Yankees were, were – I know Cashman has always been a Robbie Ray fan. Uh, I don't think that I would have the, the faith that if he did come here that he would have done the same thing. Mm-hmm. But um, he's, been, he's been sensational for them. Yeah, in the second half – his ERA is two, and in 76 innings, he has 103 strikeouts. Check out this play, Gordon. Yeah, I just saw it right okay, down good. the sidelines. It, feel, it feels like things are turning here a little bit based on, uh, you know, that, that drop touchdown pass where it mm-hmm. was, and you hope it doesn't come back to haunt them here. But right. Right, I mean, the fact that right away they just went what from the 25-yard line to the, to the 15-yard line the other way, Yeah, that's not – that's not what you're looking for from a giant defense that is supposed to be the strength of the team. Yeah. And, uh, oh, man. Oh, they're, they're at the 20. I mean, they got down there fast. I'll be quiet. Uh-oh. I want to hear the reaction. Oh, God, no. Oh, yes. Oh, my God, no. Oh, my God. Is he in? He's in, isn't he? He's in, yeah. Well, the only good thing for the Giants is they did leave him a lot of time. Yeah, they sure I mean, did. Maybe that was the game plan of the Giants. <laughs> Let him score, and then we'll get the ball back. Oh, my God. Was that two plays? Two plays. Right two plays down the, the, field. the field. You know, last last week with the defense, they couldn't get off the field. Yeah. Tonight, they got off the field fast yeah. because the other team scored a touchdown. Yep. I Look, I, I know Jacob and, um, and, and Jake are working tonight. Mm-hmm. I, I got uh, – I'll tell you what. I'll give you the, the fan duel winnings if one of you calls the Rothenberg household right now. <laughs> I actually have a, que- I have a question for you guys. You can't right. get to them. When, no? do, when do the Knicks come back? <laughs> I don't – I'm not – I'm not – I think I saw something the other day. Is I think it's like in a month, right? Yeah. It's yeah, about they'll, a month. They'll be, I mean, camp camp's got to be in a couple of weeks. I By mean, the end of the month, how great have camp. these games been, though? The NFL games so far this year, they've been sensational. I mean, yeah. it's a great game. It is. I, I know Giant fans aren't going to want to hear it right now. They're staying, no. uh, you know. But it's entertaining. You're not bored. The shoelaces away. Yeah, you're clearly not bored. It's, wow, what a what a pass, Tyler Haneke. I mean, this guy is balling out. He is. He really is. I, I am as we speak. He's thrown for 300 yards, Larry. Okay, Rothenberg. If the Giants, if the hashtag Giants lose this game, I'm cutting off a finger. <laughs> Um, seven seconds ago, he sent that. <laughs> I don't, I, Gordon, I, I, uh, I we may have to let you go. You may you may need to go to sleep. Yeah, well, look, uh, you know, I, the, at this game, this rate, uh, I might not go to bed. I mean, this is a sensational. It, it's very it hard to, you know, you turn off these games. My wife always yells at me because she's like, well, the game ended at this time. I said, you, sometimes you can't go to bed right. Well, you're just no. going to lie in bed staring at the ceiling. Exactly. And, and for Giant fans, they might not be sleeping for the next no. few days. If they lose this no. game like this, oh, my yeah. God. But they got a shot. They have oh, a chance they, to come back. They got plenty this of time. Is, it's it's wide open for them, right? It you is. got four minutes to go. You got mm-hmm. the ball. I, I don't think that they've used any timeouts yet. That shouldn't be time is not an issue here. So they got mm-hmm. your three timeouts. Yep. Go get it done. Absolutely. And let's see what you can do here. Let's see what you can do. Man. 
Heineke's putting on the show here, Gordon. Oh, my goodness. He's he putting is on now. the show. Let me give you the updated stats. 28 of 36 for 300 yards, two touchdowns, no picks, and a quarterback rating of 120. That's not bad for a back. That's not bad. <laughs> That's not bad for a starter. That's great for a starter. <laughs> this is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN.